Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Strasse, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Strasse, and welcome to the program today. We're glad to have you with us. I'm going to do something different today. I'm not going to teach a lesson. We're not going to be in the Word a lot. Um, many people this week, it's uh, September 11th, and um, they're remembering what happened on September 11th when the Trade Center was destroyed by planes that were flown into them. And I had a very interesting experience uh, with 9-11 because I was there. And I wanted to share a bit about that today as a testimony and to show you the incredible things that God has done, not only in my life, but in the lives of many around us. And um, so I wanted to share that with you today. It's, it's part of a testimony. It's part story. But before I start telling that story, the Lord just put a scripture on my mind to read, and it's Isaiah 55. And I think it emphasizes that the most important thing of all the stories that we can tell and of all the testimonies and you may have seen miracles or something amazing happened or maybe like this story that I'm going to tell today something amazing happened those things are all good and we should share our stories or we should share our testimonies it's very important but to put in perspective that the gospel the word of god and everything that jesus has done everything that god the father has done is the most important I'm reminded of when Jesus sent the 70 out and they were healing people and casting out demons and they, they came back and they were so just amped up. They were excited and they said to Jesus, you know, even the demons do what we tell them to do. And Jesus showed them right at that moment not to rejoice because of that, but to rejoice because their names were written in the book of life. Their names were written in heaven. And I just want to emphasize that here today as well. There's a lot of stories I could tell of things that God has done in my life, and they are truly amazing. But at the same time, I have to say that to me, the most important thing I know is that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. That to me is the centerpiece of everything. Jesus is the centerpiece of everything. And the verse I have is Isaiah 55, just the first couple of verses here. It says, Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. This is basically saying, come to God, listen to him, hear him. That's the most important thing. And I think the Lord is encouraging us with this because in today, there's a lot of things going on. And uh, this weekend, there will be a lot, you know, remembering 9-11, but there's just all sorts of things going on. And the focus should really be on him. He's saying, focus on me, come to me and buy the word, buy my words and listen to me. It's free. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. That's a really amazing encouragement. So I just wanted to start out with that. Again, that was Isaiah 55 right in the beginning. But now my story and testimony, it's a combined story and testimony about 9-11, goes back 48 years. Now, 
we all know that 9-11 happened 20 years ago, so how does my story go back 48 years? I was about 17 or 18 at the time, and I was a very young Christian, just about, gosh, months in the Lord, barely a year, I guess, and I started having dreams, and looking back at it, they're, of course, prophetic dreams. I would see planes in the air, the same type of airlines that actually ran into the Trade Center, flying through the air in New York City and hitting the skyscrapers and destroying them. And I had another dream where I saw the same kind of airline go down over a hill and it crashed on the land. Now, where I lived was in New Jersey at the time. And in the direction that the planes were going would have been New York City. In fact, I could see New York City from my bedroom window. I, I had a view of the Empire State Building from my bedroom window. So that's just where we lived. And that's what I would see in these dreams, that these planes were going into skyscrapers. And the other plane that crashed was behind where we lived, was, which was in the Pennsylvania direction. So looking back on that, obviously both of those things happened. But this dream... Because I was so young in the Lord, I really didn't know the significance of it. But I had the dream many times. I was only about 18, and I shared that with one of my pastors back then. And um, that was just about it. I just shared it. Nobody really thought much of anything. And when I was a young pastor myself, uh, some years later, I shared that with my church. The thing is, is I had that dream over a period of a few years, and it began to bother me. And I said, Lord, please please stop giving me this dream. I can't take it anymore. And the dream stopped right at that very day. And again, I was about 18 when they started and probably about 22, 23 when I just asked the Lord to, to stop those dreams. But what I didn't know, because when I was 18, I, you know, I didn't have my head in the news and I didn't know what was going on around me. I was just a kid, you know. And um, they were building the trade centers and I'm sure I saw it in the magazines and things back then, but I didn't realize that when the trade center was finished in April of 1973, that's just about when these dreams started. I don't know if it was to the month or how close, but very close to that time frame. So the Lord was showing me something that would happen 28 years later. These were prophetic dreams, and, uh, you know, I'm sure some people think that's just nuts, but hey, that's all right. If you think it's nuts, that's all right. But I did share that dream with my church many times because it kept coming up. So all I can do in today's <laughs> episode here is fast forward the 28 years because so many things happened in between. It would be... <laughs> way out of the context of this testimony. But in the year 2000, I was just starting to consult with a business in New York in Lower Manhattan. And I was no longer pastoring full-time and I was working in another field. And that's a long story in and of itself and maybe some other day I'll share that, but I'll leave it at that. And I traveled from New Jersey into Lower Manhattan almost every day. And as I took a train in, I went through Hoboken. And from Hoboken, I went over the Hudson River on a ferry to the Trade Center almost every day. And my routine was to go into the opening atrium at the Trade Center and go downstairs. And I had my favorite place where I wanted to get a croissant and coffee. And I would sit 
behind the Trade Center, there was a sculpture back there of a globe. It was huge and you could sit out there. And I did all of that before I actually went to the office where I was working a couple of blocks away. And uh, so this was just my routine. And about a year after I started doing this kind of work, September 11th rolled around. And that morning I was doing as I always did. It was a gorgeous day, just stunning, in fact. The sky was just crystal clear and everybody was in a good mood and the people on our train were in a good mood. And, but little did I know what we were going to face that morning and little did anyone know. And as we were coming in, my train delayed a little bit because they heard that something happened at one of the trade centers. And it would not have been the first time a plane hit the trade center. So they just thought it was an accident. And eventually they decided that that's all that was going on, though news was coming in that was adding to all this story. But we got to Hoboken and I was going to take my ferry over to the trade center. And they stopped me from getting on that boat. And the delays and everything coming in on the train all prevented me from getting on that boat. It was the last boat that was going to go over, and he went over with nobody because he started to bring people back from the Trade Center. And for those of you who don't know the landscape, Hoboken is across the Hudson River from the Trade Center. And the ferry boats that we all used to get to work went back and forth. So I, like I said, every day I was just going to do as I always did and head over to the Trade Center, walk downstairs, get my coffee, do my thing, sit in the back. Had I done that, I would not have walked out because it was would have been literally minutes before the first tower crumbled and destroyed everything underneath. Nobody got out of that. So I would have been inside at that very moment if I had taken that ferry boat. And I'm talking about a five-minute ride going over the Hudson River to the Trade Center. And they literally just stopped me and a few other people. You can't go. That boat went over to start bringing people back because they knew by then something was very, very wrong. And within minutes, literally, it collapsed. That building collapsed and I would have been inside. So that day, my life was spared. And sadly, 34 or 3,500 or more people were killed right in front of us. And we watched as the people came back. There was a lot of confusion. Uh, people were frantic. They said, my husband's over there. My fiance's over there. I just heard all sorts of things. And we were comforting people. They didn't know whether to take our train out of there or to stay still. No one knew what was going on. And at this point, it was surreal. It was a very surreal. In fact, it went silent when that building went down. And we all stood and we saw this. It happened so quickly. And the second tower had been struck by the other airline. So it was just, it was surreal. And I say all of these things to show the goodness of God and the providence of God. And though many did lose their lives, he spared mine. And I'm not saying because I'm so important, but there was something that needed to be done that I had to fulfill. And God didn't allow me to get close enough to those buildings to be a victim. And it didn't dawn on me about the dreams till we finally got on the train and my phone, we all had cell phones back then. Everybody just had cell phones. And the train that took us out of Hoboken was filled to the capacity, but nobody's cell phones were working. Mine worked. And 
I think looking back is because most people were getting a digital service. My phone had analog and digital service, so my phone worked. I don't know why that is, it's a technical issue, but nonetheless, my phone worked. So they passed my phone in our train car around so people could call their loved ones. The sad thing is that one of my sons who knew I would have probably been downstairs of the trade center that morning at that time was frantic and thought I died. And I couldn't call him back because it didn't work. I don't believe that the phone was going through some, there was a disconnection there. I don't remember it all because there was so much um, chaos going on. But we did head home. And when we got to the train station in New Jersey where I had my car, my son, my oldest, his name is Johnny, was waiting for me and just totally relieved that I was alive. And he drove with me. I had to take my car, but he drove back to the house. And some of the people there were old enough to remember my dreams, which were 28 years prior, and said, what was it like to see this happen, the very thing you spoke of? And I didn't really have an answer at the time, only to feel as I did with my own parents when I see the story of my own parents. It was no different. God moved things around to keep them alive. And he moved things around to keep me alive. As I said, I'm not more special, but he kept me alive. And you've heard stories like this before, people who are in wars and people who are in situations where they normally just wouldn't have gotten out alive, and they did. And I look back on the dream now, and I see that, that the accuracy was so clear. And what I didn't know was even until this day, as I look some of the details up about the Trade Center, I actually never knew when the Trade Center was opened. It was opened in 1973. It's the same year I started having those dreams. And I think God was just forewarning me of what things would happen in the future. And many people had reasons as to why it happened. Some said it was God's judgment. I don't believe that. I think it was an affectation of cities and states and places in America that started to tell God to get out of their public square. And God, being the gentleman that he is, did leave. He left them alone. Not totally alone, but the protection that God has afforded this nation has been amazing. But in the areas where people just don't want God at all, he removes his presence, I guess. It's the best way I know how to say it. And in doing so, his protection is removed too. If you don't want God, he's not going to stay around. If your church doesn't want God, he's not going to force himself on you. And I believe that's why these things happen. It's an affectation of our own decisions to push God out of our daily lives, out of our schools. Our schools are a mess, not because of God's judgment, but because we've removed him from our schools. We don't start business meetings with prayer anymore. We don't start our school day with prayer anymore. That's why these things happen. But my testimony is this. Here I was, a young boy, really, having come to Jesus, and for whatever reason, he chose to show me this prophetic dream, and he has showed me many others. And that's part of my ministry, is to see some of those things. It's not the center of my ministry. The center of my ministry is the gospel. This is why I started this program this way, by saying, these things are amazing. Some of the testimonies I have to tell are jaw-dropping. 
the most jaw-dropping of them all is that Jesus died for us and gave us life. That's the centerpiece. And what happened in 2001 on September 11th altered the trajectory of many people's lives, including my own. But God saved me on September 11th. And he saved those who knew me and spared them of losing me because he had things to do, very specific things to do. And again, I'll repeat it. I'm not more special than somebody else. Why one didn't make it and one did, I can't answer that question. I can only say thank you to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding me and helping me. And there's actually a lot more to this story that maybe some other time I'll share. I think the main point of it is, is that God is good and that he loves us. And it's really, it's really all I know what to say today. And again, I think that's why I started out the way I did. He's saying, everyone who thirsts, come to me. People were thirsting after 9-11. They were. Churches were filled. But not for very long. Not for very long. And we're here in a similar time now. There's an awful lot going on. There's a lot of danger out there. And people, Christians and just average people just everywhere, they're afraid. And this verse I read now is kind of becoming more clear to me. He said, listen, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You don't need money. He's saying buy wine and milk without money, without price. Don't spend your life. Don't spend your money. Don't spend your efforts on things that don't give you life. He is life. And on that day, he gave me life and he spared me from death. He spared me from walking in that building that was going to be destroyed five minutes after I would have walked in. I would have been downstairs looking for my favorite coffee shop. And he spared me. And I knew he spared me. God is so good, isn't he? So this is where I'll leave you. And I just want to encourage you that in spite of what's going on in the world today, run to God. Like it says, come to him, come to the waters, eat what's good. He's talking about his word. Let your soul delight itself in abundance. Let the Lord become your abundance. You have a job to do. You have a purpose. It's why you're still here. It's why you're alive. And he wants to fulfill that purpose in your life. I didn't realize that this is what the Lord was really going to say in all this. You are here for a purpose. You have a destiny. You have a plan that God has for you. And he knows that plan and it's for good and not for evil. Run to the Lord. Just run to him and soak up everything he has for you. His word, his love, his forgiveness, the strength and the power he wishes to give you, the sound mind that is rightfully yours that he will give you, the victory that is yours. You're not a victim. You're victorious in Christ. No matter what happened on 9-11 and no matter what happens now, you are victorious. You are a son, you are a daughter, and you have inherited everything good that Jesus has given you. Walk as sons and daughters. Walk in victory. And again, I'll encourage you, and then we'll close 
Run to the Lord, just run to him and get closer to him than you've ever been. And get in your Bible and stay with him and spend as much time as you can and stay close to him and get in his word and just say, Lord, fill me up with your word, fill me up with your spirit, fill me up with your life, fill me up so I can fulfill the destiny that you have for my life, the plans that you have for my life. So it's been an interesting episode today and I appreciate you letting me share the story this way and just reflecting myself and giving me the time to do that. I hope that was a blessing for you. The times in which we live are very much like the day that 9-11 was and even more complex now. And this is your time to shine. This is our moment. This is the church's moment and we're gonna see great things moving forward. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening today. It really has been interesting and I appreciate you being with us. We love all of you, every single one of you. So God bless you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.